0: Baldy with Ubaldi Reports and with me as always is my co-host Joe Bitts. And just to remind everybody, this is Veteran Appreciation Month because within about a week and a half, we'll be at Memorial Day to celebrate, to commemorate really all those who gave their lives for the in the service of this great country.
1: Yeah. So how are you, John?
0: I'm doing good. It was a busy day at work. Okay. So
1: what's the mask situation over by you where you work?
0: What they said: If you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask anymore. So,
1: did you take off the mask, or are you still holding to that one more shot? No, I huh? took it off. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the way it works is, you if you've been vaccinated, yeah, you can take the mask off, but you have to have it on your person. So, in case a customer comes up and f- doesn't feel comfortable interacting with you, okay. she can say he or she can say, "Can you please put your mask on?" And then you got to put your mask on.
1: Okay. So prior to the CDC coming out and saying, oh, you don't need a," if you've been vaccinated and you, you don't have to wear a mask indoors and in public or inside or outside. And I'm like, okay, cool. Cause I got the vaccine. Or I tell people that. And because I don't think I'm a direct threat. If anything, I really, I honestly believe I had it, but I was asymptomatic because yeah. that, that usually goes around.
0: But see, the thing is with the CDC. Closer. What the CDC said, and they've been knowing this for months. You can't get it, or the rate of infection outside is so minuscule, and you work outside. So why the hell do you need to wear a mask? Yeah.
1: Considering that I work at a federal job, and it's a federal building, they-
0: Inside are, delivering mail. But
1: while I'm inside, they still- have I got it when you're Stupid inside. executive order that Gramps wanted to go sign in in the first year. Our first first day, of him being in office,
0: but that he violated himself.
1: Yeah, because he's. I'm sorry. If the White House is a federal building, technically, if he lives in the White House, he has to wear a mask all the time.
0: But he didn't wear it there. It was another out event he went to in a federal building. He didn't have a mask on. Yeah.
1: So I kind of noticed a few things. Aaron and I went to a restaurant and we see a bunch of people without masks and we see some of the staff with or without. And we just happen casually. asked, Hey, what's going on? Or no, no we, we saw a sign that says, Hey, we're not telling our employees to wear masks. If you would like them to wear masks, you can ask them.
0: That's the policy at Chick-fil-A. Okay.
1: Now and I was like, oh, all right, cool. So a couple of days later I go to a steakhouse. It's just like one of the Florida steakhouses. And I forgot my mask. I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I go to the hostess I said, hey, I really, do you guys have a mask that I can use? And she goes, don't worry about it. Only the staff needs to wear a mask. And this is before the CDC came out to say, hey, blah, 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 blah. Because that's all I hear from when the CDC talks. Florida's been wide open. We—I don't think like the only—the th- only reason why I wear a mask is because I don't want someone to say something to me, and I just do what I courtesy. Well,
0: the question is, I think by this point, everybody's just so tired of wearing a mask they don't care if they're not going to ask anybody. Are you the you vaccinated? <laughs> if someone came up to me, are you vaccinated? And he goes, "What are you, the vaccine police?" Yeah. I'm not telling you.
1: I think maybe the area that I'm in, there's a little bit of woke culture
0: it probably your government it's all woke in the government
1: but but more like the area i was working in so i go to panera and everybody's got a mask unless they're sitting down and i was like okay but i wasn't wearing a mask but nobody said anything to me however
0: well joe there's a fine line there let's just look at it this way who's gonna say something to you you got a bald head you look like you're in the the military you got (laughs) tattoos all over your body who in their right mind is going to say, excuse me, sir. But
1: if they asked, I would put it on.
0: Yeah. But to them, they just look at you like, okay, this guy's going to go off. And-
1: but if there's something I learned, have you ever seen the movie Fight Club?
0: Yeah, with Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there was one thing in there maybe people just casually miss is that people at the most point of their lives, avoid confrontation. So they, they could see something that is not right or something that they look sideways at, but they're not going to say anything because they're thinking somebody else will say something, but it just leads into a whole avoiding confrontation. So I remember one time we went to Grimaldi and I said, don't wear your mask unless they tell you to. And then I'm like, because the people don't bother, you know, if it doesn't bother you, and you're like, okay. You walk in there. As soon as you walk in there, they're like, hey, sir, can you put your mask on? I
0: think now everybody is so sick of this. Yeah. They're like, whatever.
1: I went to CVS, and I'm looking around, and the employees don't have a mask. So I've been been carrying a mask with me in case someone asks yeah, me to put it on. but. I look around the area and I'm like, okay, so i go in there. I get a few things. I'm on my way back. And this lady comes up to me. She goes, and I thought she said, are you vaccinated? What any business of that is yours? And of course, I would respond with yes. But she said, what she really said is if I am vaccinated, do I need to wear a mask?
0: That's where, they, that's where it goes back and forth. Yeah. I don't know if the CDC or somebody said if you vaccinate, you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Then the White House says, even if you're vaccinated, you should wear a mask. That defeats the whole purpose of vaccinations.
1: And also following the guidelines or following the doctors that are the ones that determine.
0: That's the problem what's going on in this country is you have the institutions like all last year you had your dueling doctors. Yeah. Now all of a sudden Trump's not there and it's still the same thing. Some doctors say you're fine. Some doctors say you're not. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fauci He's been all over the map on this so since the beginning.
1: This lady, after she asked me, I go, no, just go in there. Hey,
0: if anything, just bring your mask. She was willing to show her card. Like, I'm not showing crap. Yeah. You're not the vaccine police. You're vaccinated. You're like, Who the hell are you? No. If a business owner asked me, then I said, yeah, I'm vaccinated. If you like, I'll put my mask on because yeah. they can tell you how they run their business.
1: But if they want to see documentation. I'm not showing them. No. No.
0: This isn't friggin' Russia where I got to show you my papers to move around. I'm not doing
1: that. I, I wholeheartedly agree. However, our great governor also put something in there that businesses can't ask you. Yeah, and they I shouldn't really, ask you. I really think there's going to be a, a wave of lawsuits coming up eventually with employers asking to verify if the employee's been vaccinated because yeah. that's, that's a big breach of uh, HIPAA.
0: It is, but it's also privacy and all this other stuff who are you to ask me if i've been vaccinated or not
1: but she was actually i think it was her first time going into a building without a mask on and she was like she seemed like she was nervous but i was like look
0: lady but, but going back to what you said about businesses asking their employees yeah if you've been vaccinated the reason they would lose that lawsuit all you have to do is do you ask Your employees, if they've been vaccinated for measles, chickenpox, or any of the other childhood diseases? No, you don't. So why, in this case, do you? We have a mutual friend,
1: and she's interviewing people for her business. And I was like, oh, how old was the guy you interviewed? And she goes, I can't ask him that. She can't ask A person that is willing to work for her his age because it would violate it would violate some
0: employment practice. Yeah, I don't know the exact term.
1: So we got that under but she but you're saying she could if she wanted to, she could ask if
0: the person's vaccine vaccinated. But that goes back to what I said. If you're, as an example, maybe not the best example, but it's, I'm going to use it anyway. I asked a friend back in California. She spent many years in human resources, and I was always curious, like a Wing House or a Hooters type restaurant, like the breast restaurants. Yeah, I always asked her. Restaurant? What's that?
1: Restaurants.
0: That's what they call. It. <laughs> but I asked her, "Is how do these restaurants get away with?" If you look at the girls, they're all looking out. Size, whatever.
1: Except for Hooters.
0: Yeah, Whatever. But on. they all look at a certain size. Yeah. So I asked her, how do they get around that? The way they get around it is in their documentation that says, let's say you have to fit into a, a small. Yeah. Small T-shirt, small shorts. If they deviate from that, they give like, we're going to give this person a break. Yeah. That's when you get them for sexual discrimination. That's where you can bring them up. When it goes to the vaccine, if they're asking, I need to see your vaccine card to see if you've been vaccinated from Corona. And I say, no, you can't ask me that. And then you don't get the job. Then I'll sue you because did you ask me if I've been vaccinated for chickenpox, whooping cough, measles, polio, all these? No. So Uh why are you why only this one, but not on that? So you're not consistent with the with everything else. Yeah. And that's where they're going. to And I think businesses are savvy to know that. They better not do, even go down that road because. Yeah. Leading
1: into you had a good question for today or you wanted to bring up to the origin of COVID.
0: Correct. That seems to be the big issue. Republicans have been going around with it, talking about they have a lot of circumstantial evidence and what their circumstantial evidence is. One in 2017. Uh, 2017- I need
1: you to go back because I accidentally hit. Pause. So go back to. Uh, so you wanted to talk about the
0: origins of the COVID. Yeah, go ahead. Because Republicans have been raising a lot of circumstantial evidence. One of them being in 2017, the State Department said there is testing of this coronavirus type thing at this Wuhan lab, and if they don't, if they make mistakes or are sloppy in their handling, it could get out. Then in about October of 2019. The Chinese military got involved. They shut a lot of roads down. And then by November of that year, some doctors in the Wuhan lab were getting sick. Yeah, and it just got out. So, okay,
1: so was it maybe like a accidental release? Do you think, or was it created, designed, and they did it on purpose? So
0: far, I don't have any information on that. But if they were sloppy in their handling, it's just like the Chernobyl nuclear disaster in 1986. The Russians at Chernobyl did things that would never happen in the West. Their their safety handlings were very sloppy, and it got released out, and the only reason they – found out about it when the radiation reached because of the the winds and jet streams got into the Scandinavian countries they started picking up high levels of radiation and they were tracking it into Russia and that's how Mikhail Gorbachev had to finally admit that something happened otherwise they wouldn't have said anything
1: And what was that again
0: Chernobyl oh. the, the nuclear reactor now here China was trying to do biological weapons Yeah trying to equal what the United States does. But what the United States does, it, it's in a very controlled environment. There's safeguards. There's all these procedures. So it probably was done without the evidence to back it up. It was probably done by mistake. They were very sloppy in their handling. It got, let's say, on someone's clothing. They didn't do the proper decontamination from one section to another before you get out they didn't do any of this stuff and then the way you handle it the way you put it back the way you store it the way you you transmit the way you move it they probably were very sloppy and it got onto somebody and they got sick.
1: You would think maybe the one place you don't want to be sloppy or not cut any corners would be a bio lab containing a, this was a virus, bacteria,
0: virus, bacteria. But see, then what happened is then it got out to the population and they still didn't say anything. The one country that said something was Taiwan in December of 2019. Now, Taiwan, obviously, China looks at them as a breakaway province. They're not part of the World Health Organization. They're not part of the UN because we back back in 79, 1979, we went with the one China policy. China is it. Taiwan is not. So they were theoretically told to get out of the UN. Yeah. So they were sensing something was going on in Wuhan, so they contacted the Chinese government. Chinese government gave them a news clips, and they said something's wrong, so they shut all flights down coming in from Wuhan. Yeah. They went to the World Health Organization, and the World Health Organization President Tetros from Ethiopia is heavily controlled by the Chinese. Mm-hmm. They supported him in. so. They dismissed Taiwan, and then China allowed hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of Chinese nationals to go into around the world. Like when Italy got hit the hardest right away, there's direct flights from Wuhan to Rome and Milan, just like in our own country. There's direct flights to Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, New York, San Jose, So hundreds of thousands and they like just Los Angeles alone, I think we're getting 10,000 Chinese nationals a week. Yeah. So if you talk, take that over a two month period or three month period and then the people land and they start infecting people and then they go to the hinterlands. There was no way to stop it. And then Trump finally stopped it. And then he got a lot of heat for that. Yeah. But here's the other point where we don't know the really the origin. Joe Biden was I looked this up today. There was a town hall meeting on CNN. Town Hall done by Chris Cuomo. He then candidate Biden chastised Trump for not getting a team into China, which was false. He tried to get him in, but China wouldn't allow it. Biden said, then if I'm president, I'm going to get our scientists and we're going into Wuhan. Well, you're for a couple, three or four months into your presidency. You spoke with President Xi for two hours. Did you bring up the Wuhan incident? Are there sci- American scientists looking in because the World Health Organization did a report and they only had four pages discounting the a virus coming out of the Wuhan lab.
1: Okay, but what does Biden have to just go right into China and say we're gonna look into this and China have to be like, sorry dude no yeah,
0: but it's not what Biden has. Biden said that during the campaign. Has anybody asked him, Okay, Mr. President, in the campaign, you said you would send American scientists into Wuhan. Okay. You talked to President Xi for two hours. Did he allow those scientists to come in? If he hasn't, who is leading that scientific group? Because the World Health Organization did a whitewash that everybody, even our U.S. intelligence, and even Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, discounted as really a Chinese propaganda Hmm. report. My question is, what are you doing now, Mr. President? You just chis- you chastise President Trump. What are you doing?
1: But I think that since Biden stepped into this administration, it's always been that. He says, I'm going to do this before. And then when he gets into the office, he's like, whatever.
0: That's true. But the question I would want to know is why hasn't the media challenged him on that? They were all over Donald Trump. But why haven't they challenged him on that? Did you send a scientific team into Wuhan?
1: I don't know. I think that might be the least of their worries because as the, as it goes on, as we were talking about earlier, this mask policy is going to go away. The vaccinations are probably going to decline. The numbers for COVID symptom or COVID cases and deaths are on the decline as well. So once that disappears, what, reason do they have to go well, back the,
0: the, the point is for the media they covered for joe biden during the campaign they didn't ask him any tough questions mm-hmm. and when they did joy reed asked him in july of 2020 what would you do different with the coronavirus yeah. so he lays about out six different items but joy reed never asked him he goes mr vice president everything you said donald trump has either done it or currently doing it so we need to know because we had SARS, we had MERS, we had all these other things. Are we going to wait for the next virus to come out of China?
1: And are they going to blow it up like they did with COVID?
0: Correct. Not tell anybody or allow infected people to travel all over the- No, I'm
1: I'm not really concerned about that. I'm just concerned about if if it's the common cold point 2.0 and then they're like, "Okay, we got to go back to masks and we got to go back to social distancing. And we got to do all this BS because because this is how we treated COVID. Now we got to treat every epidemic or like this.
0: But but even still, if we don't want to go back, Donald Trump pulled out of the World Health Organization because it was corrupt. It's, it's a tool of China. They just problem all the talking points of the Communist Party. But what does Biden do? He puts us back in the World Health Organization without any... Reforms. Mm-hmm. Why is the president Tetros still the president of the world? We spend $400 million to that organization, to China's 40. Yeah. We should tell them, you want $400 million? Get rid of Tetros.
1: But we're dealing with a different a party here, and they're just handing out money willy-nilly.
0: And that's the point. And I would like to know is why haven't the Biden administration challenged the World Health Organization? So um, I mean, think about this, Joe. We've lost over a half a million Americans. More Americans died by the coronavirus than Vietnam, Korea and World War Two combined. And they even thinks that all the wars in the 20th century for the United States. World War One, we lost about one hundred and sixteen thousand. World War Two, we lost about four over 410,000 Vietnam we lost 55,000 Korea 52 Mm -hmm. so all those wars combined more people died from the coronavirus and we're not going to press China on what happened how this how did this get out? why didn't you say anything
1: so it leads me into my next topic was about so I talked to you earlier about does a president have a grace period and being in the military if you're assuming a role like if I'm gonna be a fire team leader a squad leader a platoon even like a in that role, Shouldn't I already know the job before I even get into it? Isn't it just maybe like an adjustment period of kind of feeling out what's going on? You think uh, you have President Biden, who was Vice President Biden, that he kind of knew how the White House... Worked, And he was ready to step into that presidential role at any given time, because that's what the VP does when the president can't fulfill his duties. So why does he need a grace period? Because they were talking about how uh, Biden is adjusting to this economy and all this stuff like that. So they're giving him a little bit of leeway of why everything has gone to crap in the past hundred or so days that he's been in office. And, And they can't blame Trump anymore.
0: The thing is, OK, up until 1932, the presidency and the, the government gave more of a hands off approach to the economy. And then when the Great Depression hit, obviously, it, Hoover was president and a lot of things happened before he got in. Yeah. But when Roosevelt got elected. He did so much in the first hundred days that they use that as a benchmark for every president who comes in after him. Yeah. You got the first What did you do in the first hundred days? So you're right. There is a grace period to get your feet wet, get your cabinet in. President Biden was vice president for eight years, and then he was a senator for about 36 years. Yeah. So he knew the inner workings, probably far more than any president we've had. and in- I think he should
1: be able to step up into the captain's chair like no problem. Well,
0: because he knew not just for, forget right now for him being a vice president. He was a senator for 36 years. He saw presidents come and go. He's been to the White House numerous times. He knew He knows the inner workings of the federal government because he had to deal with it as a U.S. senator. And then as a a vice president, he was there during the transition from President-elect Obama to President Obama, and he was there for every significant issue that President Obama faced. Yeah. So there really is no need for him to give a a, a grace period because he— Like Trump, Trump was coming in, no political experience.
1: He should have gotten a grace period.
0: Yeah, but he didn't. They were jumping on him since the day he got elected. But going back with President Biden, he should be better off. He should know how the economy works. And that goes or begs the question, which we brought up in previous podcasts, is he in control or is it... A lot of experts are discounting Kamala Harris because she seems like she's clueless on the issues. So it comes down to two. It comes down to his chief of staff, I think it was Robert Klein, I think his name is, or is it the domestic policy advisor Susan Rice? Are they running the show? Because you remember Biden gets up there and he goes, "Oh, I can't take questions because they'll get mad at me."
1: Another funny thing was that Biden was like in a makeshift conference, or he was talking about some stuff like that. And it's almost like when Kamala steps up and goes behind him, that's his that's his cue
0: to Yeah, see, and that's the problem is. Joe Biden has only held one press conference, and that was at the end of March, and they asked only 10 questions. That was all he was allowed, and he prescribed to—they didn't challenge him on anything. And think about this. Last couple weeks, we had a very dismal job report that was the worst job report in a couple generations— You had the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, jump for the highest level in decades. Mm -hmm. Inflation has gone up on all commodities. You have a president who's dismissing the fact that the reason why people aren't working is because they get more on unemployment. And then you you still have the federal government reporting that there's 8.1 million jobs. Mm -hmm. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. But employers can't find workers because no no one wants to work. I work at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We had a couple of people just walk off the job.
1: That seems like a, a, a daily occurrence.
0: Over, <laughs> It's hard to get people to come in and work when the federal government gives you money and the state gives you money.
1: I think that's going to put people at a disadvantage later on because eventually those employment benefits are going to run out. And when they do, the jobs that they thought were open are going to be filled. And then
0: then they're going to lose their skills. Yeah. Now, I think and I don't have any evidence to back this up. I only have historical precedent to go off of. They Mm -hmm. did the same thing in the 2008-09 recession when President Obama had state unemployment. Then they had federal unemployment that ran for almost his entire four years, first four years. So I think what they're going to do come July, August, they'll rumble around in July, but come August, by the end of August, they're going to extend it.
1: I want to put money on that. I don't think they will. I think well, I,
0: mean, I think that the progressives are going to push Joe Biden to extend it.
1: To what? To have a oh, just, communistic society?
0: Well, if you look at some of the things that Joe President Biden is proposing, it's like your wife was talking about earlier, the, 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 the child tax credit. Yeah. All these social programs, cradle to grave. We want free college. We want free this. We want the wealthy to pay for everything. Yeah. Remember, minus the politics, Hugo Chavez came into Venezuela that way. He came in and promised to the the, the poor, oh, everything's going to be free. These guys are going to pay for it. And you took from the wealthy to give to the poor. The poor became poorer, and the wealthy dropped, and now you see – the problem with hyperinflation in that country
1: yeah and and with anything like a third world country like that when a dictator or a person that is the leader the only person getting rich when he takes from the rich is him
0: well exactly but even in the united states it doesn't work look at california california is one of the wealthiest country excuse me wealthiest states in the union but it's got it's also the poorest all their pro poor programs have made the poor less fluent. Their economic viability has plummeted. Uh,
1: We propose a lot of topics and we really like to get the listeners input, especially on some new topics, maybe some things we don't see in the news all the time. And if they do want to do that, how can they?
0: They can do that. We'd like to hear from our listeners, just like we had one uh, listener when we interviewed Lance Christensen We're talking about education, and she wanted uh, a question answered, and we answered that to our, our experts. So if you want to ask a question or you want a topic you want us to debate or discuss, go to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's reports at gmail.com. Go to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Type in Ubaldi Reports. Or if you go to Ubaldi Reports, go to Ubaldi Reports group. Leave some messages there. But we would love to hear from you. And we're eventually going to fix our our live streaming. And then, Joe, tell tell our listeners what we're also going to be doing.
1: Yeah, we're going to have a Patreon where you guys can help contribute to the show. We would really like that that way john can get out of chick-fil-a and i don't have to work for the government anymore
0: and then we can do a better show and what eventually we want to do is we want to do a video vlog so we have our own youtube channel
1: yeah and and when we get the patreon up and running we will go ahead and post it not only in the comments or but on our facebook group so guys keep a lookout for that and we will talk to you soon
0: and keep listening to report.